Hello, everyone. This is Carrie back with Homeschool Coffee Break, where we help you stop the overwhelm, simplify your homeschool so you can take a coffee break. Too bad I don't have my little mug with me right now. I am so excited you are here. And let me just say, we are recording this right after Christmas, thus the winter background here. But you may be listening to this later in the year. It doesn't matter when you listen to it. This is something I think that can help you at any time of the year. We are going to talk about how you can live in truth in 2024. Because the truth will set you free. And how can you learn to speak truth to yourself? How can you teach your kids to speak truth to yourselves? What I have found... Uh, well, let me just tell you how the last month had been. I will say for the last several years, Thanksgiving has been a really difficult holiday for me, but not this past year. Actually, Christmas was, and Christmas normally isn't. I had to continuously speak truth to myself, to my soul out loud. I might be crying about something that was happening, but I had to keep going to God and claiming truth to replace the lies that were in my head. And that's what we want to talk about today. There is a battle for your mind because let's face it, whatever thoughts you have here are going to come out in your mouth and in your action. Your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest, your stronghold, strongest thoughts. Um, that is something that Craig Rochelle says. He is uh, the head pastor at Life Church who produces the Uversion app that many of us use for the Holy Bible app. And I think it's really important that we take a step back as we prepare for a brand new year. Let's get control of our mind. Not only that, we're going to talk about some things, not just you, but you need to then teach your kids how to do this. I wish I had taught my children this while they were young. Um, I know some of them already know this now, but I wish that we had spent some time practicing it. So I'm going to be talking about that. Um, my word for this year is hope. And I was looking up some, um, some verses yesterday to see, because sometimes hope is translated weight. Sometimes hope is translated trust, depending on the version that you're using. Isaiah 40, 31 says, but those who wait are hope or trust in the Lord. Those who hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Our hope, our mind, our faith, our trust needs to be set on the Lord. And many times that includes waiting. That is not fun, but that is where I am right now. So how do we get control of our mind? How do we hope in the Lord instead of ourselves? Instead of wanting that control and being impatient and not waiting. Because no one who waits on the Lord or hopes in the Lord will be put to shame. No one who trusts or, um, like I said, hopes in the Lord will ever be disgraced. This is Psalm 25, verse 3. Shame comes to those who try to deceive others. And so we want to take our hope and our faith and our waiting in the Lord. Now, what do I mean by the word hope? I do not mean wishing. Oh, I just wish in the Lord that this will happen. No, hope in the Lord is confidence in the Lord and expectation that he is working even when you can't see it. That is true 
hope in the Lord. And I believe when we hope in the Lord, it begins to renew our mind with truth. Let's just talk about this. One of the reasons I ran across Craig Groeschel with this is um, there was a big Texas blizzard several years ago. And on February 14th, most all churches were shut down because it was blowing through. Um, and it was bad. Like we didn't have electricity and we weren't really ready for that. And so I flipped on the TV. We had electricity that day. It was the next day. On Sunday, we didn't have any church. So I watched Life Church online. And he begins, it's his first uh, message in this series on most of life's battles are won or lost in the mind. That means we have to wait for the Lord. We take things out of our hands and we give them to God. If you're worried, we can become peaceful because fear is of the world. But casting our cares on God is of God. When we have a negative thought, we need to change that negative thought to a positive. Quit that critical complaining spirit and give our faith to God. He is with us and be thankful and find small things to say thankful for and quit that complaining spirit. What do your kids hear you saying? Do they hear a critical complaining or a grateful spirit? I talk a lot about that in November during Thanksgiving and y'all all heard that. I'm just coming right back with you. So whatever comes in your mind usually comes out in our life and a lot of times in our words. So what do we do? We go to scripture because the truth, the Bible will set you free. And I'm going to go through some verses and then I'm going to tell you how I apply those. Romans 12, 2, do not conform. And this may be a little different than what you're used to. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not copy the world then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We have got to renew our mind, and that will transform the way that we think because the Holy Spirit is doing that work. Ephesians 4.23, let the Spirit, Holy Spirit, yes, renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. We have got to allow the Holy Spirit. That's one of my prayers. Holy Spirit, please make all things new in our family's lives. Renew our thoughts and our attitudes because that will change who we are. And then 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. We don't. We don't fight back like the world. Instead, the weapons that we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish the strongholds of the enemy. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to obey or to be obedient to Christ. I always, I pray this pretty much every morning because when I am talking about, when I'm praying that we put on the belt of truth, when I um, am praying that we would um, have that faith in Jesus Christ, um, the shield of faith, and that we are really the helmet of salvation. That is my verse for the helmet of salvation. I say, God, please let us take our family today you just come and take every thought captive in our minds so that we can obey you and demolish the enemy's strongholds, demolish the human reasoning that's going on within us. We capture, oh, this is, uh, we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey. How do we do all this? That's a bunch of verses and you're like, I am overwhelmed, Carrie, already. You are just giving me more overwhelmed. It's real easy. There are two steps, super easy. And then I'm going to show you how you can put this into practice. You can use these two steps first for yourself. Don't just teach your kids. 
you experience it first and then go teach your kids. Number one, what is the biggest stronghold in your life? You need to identify it. Is uh, Are they negative thoughts? There, When we have negative thoughts, there's this thing called dopamine that is released, but it's just a very short pleasure and that will bring us down. Dopamine is the same thing, that high that drugs can put us on, that high when maybe a football team wins the Super Bowl and they're all on a high. That's dopamine being released and other really good things in your family. But negative thoughts have that same impact, but it disappears. When we have negative thoughts, it is easier to think them again. This is called neuroplasticity. Caroline Lee has written a book and all the links to these um, resources that I offer should be wherever you are listening. Caroline Lee has written a book, Switched on Your Brain. In fact, we had um, some ladies here praying for our kids a few days ago and one of them came back. What's that? What's that book you were telling us about? Switched on Your Brain. It is the idea of our brain is has neuroplasticity. Caroline Leaf is a neurosurgeon and a believer. And so she will take the science and integrate it and show how the science and the Bible work perfectly together. Because every night your brain is growing new brain cells. And so we want to teach our mind a new path. And how do we do it? We will, um, we speak truth to ourselves. David spoke truth to himself in the Psalms. Just go read the Psalms. And he's constantly speaking to himself. He may sort of vomit and throw up all the bad things that are going on. He's not afraid to tell God, but then he comes back and he speaks truth to change those brain waves. That's neuroplasticity because it is, it is a fluid thing. Our brain is. And John 8, 32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So we need to look, what is the negative that's going on in our head? And just write it down. Don't go write 10 of them. Right now, I'm going to challenge you to find one thing that you want to deal with for 30 days. I don't have the statistics here. I have had them on other notes, but there is something that says, um, this is scientifically, they took people's brains and measured their brain waves. And when someone devoted a very short time of concentrated prayer, like maybe five minutes a day for 30 days, they went back and they could actually see the brain waves. Everything was different. Isn't that amazing? Just by focusing on God for a very short time. So that would be one thing. So identify the negative, then name the truth to demolish the stronghold. You want to replace it and start saying it out loud to yourself, just like David did. So here are some of my lies in my head. I'm not enough at work in this business, homeschool business, because other bloggers are more successful with lots of book offers and speaking engagements. And I don't have any. But what is the truth? I will say, I have been given everything I need for life and godliness. I don't need any more. God gives me all I need. God is using me in a special way with moms and wives. He uses me when I trust him, focusing everything on Jesus. I walk by faith, not by sight. If that is the one I'm really going to concentrate on, every morning when I get up or at the breakfast table, I would read that out loud. Let me show you a few other things. How about, I'm not good. Okay, this is pretty honest. Some of y'all know me, some of you don't, but here we go. I'm not good with relationships because my husband left. And that's a, that's a true statement, but it's a negative statement. If I concentrate on that instead, I will say to myself, I am a princess of the king and he is faithfully working in Steve until the day of Christ Jesus. God never leaves or abandons us 
I trust with all my faith in God Almighty. Okay. I am a princess of the king. And I can go into the throne room at any point in time I want to. Um, Tim Tebow had this to say, actually, on that February 14th. I wasn't going to listen to it, but I ended up listening to it. And here's what he said. I think it's so important. And it'd be something to share. You need to internalize this and then share it with other people. When I wish I were like someone else, I'm really being mad at God. He didn't make me like that person. He made me. Then I'm not accepting who God made me. Okay. If we're wishing we were someone else, which I mean, I am jealous at times of other people, especially when it comes to marriage. I've never thought of myself as a jealous person because I don't really care about things that much. I, we don't have like just tons of stuff. Um, we don't have the coolest house or the coolest car or the coolest whatever or a big bank account. But I don't have the relationships that I used to have, you know? Um, and if I'm wishing I were that person, then I'm saying, God, Why'd you make me like this? This isn't good enough. No, he made me because he has called me to do something that no one else has been called to. You see, you need to know the truth and the truth will set you free. And the truth is Jesus Christ. Now, once you go through this, and I would encourage you to do this for the rest of the month yourself, then you can start working with your kids as well. Oh my goodness. Thought I turned all my alarms off. So you get real life here too. These are some affirmations. A few years ago, I had a really bad weekend um, on, my, on my way home from coming home from centuries. It had nothing to do with anything my daughter had done. But it was just a hard drive home. And that weekend, I came home and wrote down some truths to replace the things that I was thinking about that whole way home. And it's a three-hour drive. So I had plenty of time to be a little pity party. I don't know about you. We got to get rid of the overwhelm and everything, that pity party. We want to give you a coffee break, a positive one with truth. So these are some of the affirmations that I wrote down. And if you would like a copy of them, we'll have a link to them. They are just my daily truths. And then we have a, a page that you can write your daily truths. Lots of people have asked me for these, but they're mine. Like Jesus, I am chosen by God to be holy. I'm chosen by God for great honor. I trust in Jesus. Therefore, I am not put to shame. God loves me and always takes care of me. I am precious to God because he bought me with his son's blood. I'm a daughter of the king, princess. I live in the light, shining for Jesus all day long. I control, not very well. I control my thoughts, my words, my food, my drink. Did you hear that negative thing that just came in? No, I need to quit doing that. And I need to declare, and this is probably one I need to work on this month. I control my thoughts, my words, my food, my drink. In fact, I'm going to go write that down afterwards. And that's going to be my morning affirmation. And these aren't just affirmations coming out of my head. These are coming from the word of God. Because see, I can control my thoughts and all of these things through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'll probably add that. I receive God's mercy and grace. So I give grace, mercy, and forgiveness to others. I leave my case in the hands of God who always judges fairly. In other words, I'm not trying to get back at people. I forgive all the time. I do forgive a lot. I speak without words. I speak with pure and reverent behavior and a gentle and quiet spirit. Oh, that was the next one. That was just off the top of my head. I wait quietly on God. I am patient. I am kind. 
I always forgive. I forget offenses against me. If you're struggling with forgiveness, that could be one that you could write because Colossians 3, 12 says, or 14 or 13 says, um, make allowances for those who offend you. God has forgiven you, so you must forgive others. The Holy Spirit renews my minds and attitudes every day. That goes along with Ephesians 4 that I read earlier. God never leaves me, never abandons me, never fails me. Hebrews 13, 5. I listen well. Again, that is one I really struggle with. And so I need to say that to myself and say in the power of the Holy Spirit, I listen well. In other words, close my mouth, two ears to listen, one mouth to talk. I trust in God to fight my battles. He wins my battles. Now, those are just some of my truths that I have to say to myself many times. I will say this. It's going to take at least 30 days to change your mind. And I would say it's probably going to take consistently even longer. The forgiveness one I've been working on for about six years, seven, six, six years. Um, and that is real quick and easy and something that I was not able to do very well. Let me close with a few resources. I've already, I don't have the copies of them here. Switched on the Brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf. Um, it brings the science of neuroplasticity into God's word. And it's just a beautiful book and it will encourage you. And you can, you can even give it to your teenagers and let them work through it this semester. Um, and then Winning the Battle of Our Mind by Craig Rochelle. And this one I haven't mentioned. I actually talked about this one back in... Um, October. So I didn't want to spend much time talking about what it says, but this is Living Fearless. I just found it. I've been looking around the house. I found it right here uh, this morning. And this is by Jamie Winship. Exchanging the lies of the world for the liberating truth of God, the liberating truth of God. It's an awesome book too, that I just found this past year, probably one of my top books that I've read this past year. Got to get rid of all those fluff novels that I read. Hey, if you have uh, if you have any questions, concerns, if you have prayer requests, I am here. I would love to be able to pray for you. Um, you can always DM me or send me an email. I may not respond instantly, but I will respond. I promise. And um, anyway, I just hope that this kind of thing, write down the stronghold, the negative thoughts, and replace them with truth. Truth into um, that you're gonna. And I would say it out loud. There is something about saying it out loud and getting rid of the enemy attacks because the truth will replace all the deception and lies that he is sending your way. Thanks for spending time with me. If you have not subscribed to our channel, um, wherever you're listening to this, please click subscribe so we can get this information out to more and more people. We've had a lot of great response on this topic in particular. And so I'm just praying that the words that God has spoken through me will help you through 2024. I am Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you next time.